Welcome back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. I have to confess that Becca was going to push the record button and I prepared myself to launch into a Dear God, we thank you so much for this food, for this time that we're having together. <laughs> but there is no food. No. And we're not having no. a meal together. But I I actually think that kind of speaks to sort of the mental clarity that we're having I, at large. I don't have mental clarity at all right now. I have, what I have is a, no, oh, I can't even formulate the words. That shows Last what, night what at PDG, a number of people were agreeing. It's tradition here to have May Mageddon. Yeah. And we're like, but it seems like yeah, it started, started It started a month early. Yeah, it did. Like, what happened? It's like a premature mm-hmm. May. Yep. Yep. Oh, well. We'll live. We will. We will live. I, I just have a sort of a fog of things that I have to do that all in a highly specified order. I just am not quite sure what that order is. Yeah. Delicately balanced. It's like you're running a slalom course of hurdles, not having previously scoped out the track. And none of your, (laughs) and none of the stride spacing is regular. No. So you're going to need to jump off of both, you know, either leg, maybe both. (laughs) You're going to be okay with running into hurdles and falling down, getting up and some of them have that puddle on the far side of them. Oh, yeah. Steeplechase. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it might be a steeplechase. It might be hurdles. But you can't know till you land. No. Yeah. Yep. Nothing. You can't know nothing about nothing these days. <laughs> uh, it's true. But it's good. It's it's good for us. I just told someone yesterday, whenever you have this kind of a schedule before you, it's a good idea to think at the end of this, we will have improved. We will have <laughs> muscle strength that we, we didn't have, have before it. Like sure. we will learn something mm-hmm. in these eight weeks or mm-hmm. however it works Not out. enough weeks. That's, I think, the real key is that it's eight where it should be 14 mm-hmm. or it's 10 where it should be 20. Yeah, for sure. I think if I had 20 weeks, I could do it. But I only have 10. I counted today. I only have 10. <laughs> to the wedding, right? That's what. Well, it, that's it, what we're considering the, wedding, the final destination. That's the, that's the sort of finish after line. the but wedding. The, the problem I'm is expecting us to have a life of luxury. Mm, yeah, just ease. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing will be happening. No, before then, I, I just mean there's this incredible number of things all leading up to that. Yeah. Then that is the. So it's ten weeks of May. Hem. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, before, during, and after May. But that yeah. is what it is. I've been behaving like a homesteader. What'd you do now? I started. A... <laughs> Dear listeners, I was just looking out into the field when I said that, but when I turned to look at Becca, the... <laughs> I wish you could have seen her face. <laughs> What'd you do now with a full, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be yucky i was was casting through my mind like what what could be i mean we've already no we deleted the one where you talked about all the beans that you were the beans yeah uh no it's that you were canning no feeling very homesteady my sister-in-law gave me a pack of rhubarb seeds and i have a whole fleet of little baby rhubarb plants coming up and i have a hideous looking 
kombucha scoby that I you never are on a hot street that bridge. I never have seen one in this grotesque phase. I've seen oh. them when they're already in a gross thick cake of scoby that's not attractive. Yeah. But this is one that's it's giving birth to like an ethereal film of a scoby that's coming and it's just Ooh. very yucky very yucky. well jemima, jemima gave me the vinegar mother <laughs> so i have red wine vinegar yeah. going kombucha and then today i started sauerkraut as well oh, right. because i bought too much yeah. cabbage for what we we had pdg last night and i bought too much cabbage and then i was like i've been meaning to make sauerkraut and i have the crock right here that i should just hilarious. do it well i I had a lot too much cabbage in my life this last weekend because Belle was doing the decorations for the Logos auction and Hero had to make the centerpieces for Belle and Belle wanted them to be in a cabbage because the theme was like, how does your garden grow? So she wanted like a cabbage with a flower arrangement inside, which meant suddenly without any anticipation of this being what I would do on a Saturday. I was having to help Hero try to figure out how to hollow out 37 cabbages. And that's a mm -hmm. lot of cabbage, mm -hmm. actually. And so I ended with the drill. Well, I kind of began with the drill, really. Mm -hmm. You know those big saw, circular, like you could saw a hole in something? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I do. I do. Know well, about that. I get the big one. Doesn't it? Do, don't they use and, it to, like, drill a hole in yeah. drywall or something yeah. for... Yeah, wiring exactly. yeah so i have the drill and you can drill into the top of the cabbage but it only takes off like the top quarter inch really i mean you can get a few layers out but it doesn't go further than that just the way the drill bit works anyhow but you can get a nice perimeter there and then with an ice cream scoop you hollow out the rest of that I feel cabbage. like i've been in, if i was involved in this i would have optimistically brought forth a bulb planter a little like punch yeah, and twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I they probably wouldn't no. have worked unless you could sharpen no. all the edges of yeah. the bulb planter. The drill was good, but it's very hard to hold on to yeah. a cabbage as you drill a cabbage. And then those ice cream That's scoop. like one of those life skills that yeah. you don't know what information no. you've saved from uh -uh. that. But sometime uh -uh. you'll tell someone, no, that's not a good idea. And they'll yeah. be like, how do you know? And you're like, no, I just it's know actually, my heart. An ice cream scoop is far better than a knife. Like the knife mm. is a big, big pain. Because cabbages are so dense, you know. Anyway, all to say, I have a hard time really feeling the ice cream scooper. But yeah, I know it's it. You're surprised that it's a good idea, but it really hmm. is. Yeah. So anyhow, then I was busily. Jemima was helping. We're hollowing out cabbages like crazy people, mm -hmm. and just throwing away mountains of cabbage. And I just, I was like, I don't know what I should be doing with this cabbage, but. I don't know. Becca, answers, answers from me. I hadn't thought so. Sauerkraut. I did think I ought to be composting right now because this would be an uh, a lot composting, of composting. Composting is another one of my things that's on yeah. my mind for the homesteading purposes. Well, the garden more than homesteading, but mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. There's a lot for us to anyway, figure out yeah, about. So we just really zoomed through a lot of cabbage and uh yeah. I, Woo. I checked it out. Just a lot of cabbage. I've been having. They were a, cute, though. I should treat, finish by saying they were very. They cute. were. I've been having a treat of a time with end of the school year sports and sporting yeah. events. Uh huh. Just because. Yeah. You don't know where everyone needs to be at yeah. what time or for. 
no, when or if you're supposed to pick them up or no. if you're not. Or... Judah's leaving shortly to go to Southern Idaho for a two-day lacrosse thing. Mm-hmm. When I say two, what are we on, Thursday? Yeah, they'll be back th- Saturday night. Anyway, so he'll be shooting off to that, and I do ask myself, should I have prepared him snacks or something? But I don't know. I'll talk to You're him. Like, have fun. I know. Till next time. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a good, it's a good time of year. And what happens with the rhythm of having your kids in school is by the end of May, you're like, like please let us get to some time with nothing on the calendar. Yeah. Like I would like more than anything mm-hmm. to wake up in the morning without all the bases yeah. you need to tag. But then you get there finally. And everyone breathes a huge sigh of relief. You hit the summer. And at the end of the summer, you're like, please make us have a schedule. Like, make us have to be somewhere Mm -hmm. at a certain time. I should say also, this morning, Shadrach, who is in fourth grade, turns up in a... Because this is the season of things like Pearl Harbor dioramas. Yeah. 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 But this is also... State It is also the season. I don't have a third grader this year, so... Yeah. Uh, but Chad was sitting on the couch before school and I was like, wow, you need to go change into a better pair of khakis because his both knees had holes in them and like grass stains on the knees. And I was like, Chad, you better go put a different pair of khakis on. And he said, you told me to throw away all the other ones. They were his only pair of khakis. <laughs> Apparently, I've been just yeah. every time I see one with the holes, I'm like, throw yeah. that away. And then I didn't realize that that was yeah. every pair yeah. of khakis that the child can get on. Well, yeah, because Judah has the elbow of his dress shirt is blown totally out. You know, and you're like, just like, just, well, can we just make it another yeah, few minutes without yeah. buying another <laughs> dress shirt? <laughs> He rolls his sleeves up anyways, so it's like, mm, you yeah. don't really see it. Yeah, but right. I'll buy you some white Definitely. duct tape. We can stick on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody wants to make it. This is the season. If you walk around Logos, this is the season of high waters, oh, extraordinaire yeah. Oh, yeah. shoes that have like the sole flapping on them, <laughs> like things every yeah. child. We're all just limping. We're to the all just line. like, just make it to the end mm-hmm. without having mm-hmm. to buy the new. Yeah. Uniforms, exactly. exactly. Well, because they'll have grown a foot before you. Oh well, man, yeah. yeah. You already probably had to replace the ones you bought in the fall, in the middle uh-huh. of the year, and now it's well, just like to see it through the end is all I was, we're hoping for. I was telling the seniors this today because I said I wouldn't recognize. There was somebody that they mentioned. And I said I wouldn't be able to pick them out of a lineup, and they were all being very shocked. And I was like, you guys don't understand how fast you grow, and if I do not see uh-huh. you as a student every single day in my classroom. Uh-huh. Then I might not have slapped eyes on you since, you know, you were eight inches shorter and your voice hadn't changed yet. Yeah. So it's like, I can't be expected to keep up with every ninth grader out there. I just... Yeah, no. <laughs> Who do you think has time for that? Yeah, because he probably is unrecognizable from the last time we spoke. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. It's a time of great... Mm-hmm great things happening all around Mm -hmm. it's good indeed oh well that's it that's it folks (laughs) we shared with you all we had to say (laughs) oh i know i do need to try to rustle up a menu and some groceries to 
be able to perform that menu. It's really bad. We're at the turning of the seasons. I can't think of what anybody wants to eat. Today I is Daphne's birthday. What are you making? So, for breakfast, we had oven omelet and fruit. Mm -hmm. And for dinner, she picked... We're having grilled tri-tip and dill nice. potato salad and Ooh, asparagus. Sounds great. But if she hadn't chosen that, I would be exactly where you are, wondering mm -hmm. what I am supposed yeah. to do with myself. We're having a day right now, guys, that where it's like suddenly almost hot. Mm -hmm. But we had a couple days that were so cold and dark and blowy and yeah. like, yeah, um, you know, yeah, you're like, wow, yeah, I'm not gonna ever get anything done on those days. And then the sun comes out, and you're like. We're going to do okay. Yeah. We're going to find yeah, a way. It'll be We're right. going to see it through to the end. And mm -hmm. I think that's... It's actually... You could kind of correlate that with... It's good to be aware of that... That kind of factor. Not that if it's a gray, blowy, cold day... You ought to be down in the dumps. Mm -hmm. But you ought to know the times that are not the times... <laughs> to try to take a read on how... Yeah. You know, like, this is not the time. Kind of reminds me of how Luke and I, after we had the twins was like are we done having kids we feel done having kids <laughs> like but we had enough we were like but yeah surely this is not the time to, to make rash choices to like yeah no. like maybe we should give ourselves time to get out of this particular Most fog definitely. and then maybe we'll find out later yeah. that it yeah. wasn't as as fatal as we thought it was like yeah. it wasn't you know yeah i think there's a lot of that for sure mm-hmm Yep. Wow. <laughs> I'm struggling to come up with topics that are not my homesteading. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. I'm like, I could I could start in on my many debacles regarding What's wedding. What's bad is that I remember specifically thinking, oh, I'll save that to talk about on the podcast. But mm -hmm, Me too. Yeah, I just don't think I did. Yeah. I think I threw it away instead of saved it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I let it rip off somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Becca. Do we podcast? Do we? Do we, we have if anything we podcast, to say? What do we podcast about, Becca? I, <laughs> I think that's the question everyone has always I'll bring asked. Up, I'll bring it. That is. That's why we call it the What, what Have you? you? The acronym of Why be the really <laughs> apt one. Um, so what I was gonna say is, though, this is a thought that I had recently okay. that we could develop. I had it Shoot. in talking on the webinar that I did that was the okay. detox for the modern mom. And I'm yeah. assuming that you have heard somewhere people who are talking about being a mom who says yes. Like instead of being the no person all yeah. the time. Yeah. How you should be the yes person. And anyways, thinking about this made me uh, realize sort of the that the real foundational yes that does that. Like... Being a person who says yes is actually totally transformative and really good and will change your house mm -hmm. and the mood of everything. Yeah. But it is if you're cheerfully and loudly saying yes to God every day for what he has called you to do. Like, mm -hmm. yes, I will gladly do this. Yes, I will serve you here. Yeah. And it is, I think that that would impact what things you say yes to your children well on. it all depends because you could say yes mm, Becca, in that's such a, a bluebird on my roof what? is it yeah how can you tell because he sits up there you hear him no 
Maybe. He doesn't look very blue. Well, this is our what have you podcast slash bird watchers who know nothing podcast. Yeah. Uh, that is my little bluebird. Do, do you see the bluebird yeah, box? There you go. The bluebird box. Yeah, we got a bluebird house. I'm trying to lure them. Did you know bluebirds are not afraid of people? So they'll nest around people. Oh, that's fun. And so we have the box over on the fence. They like to face east. Okay. Which I think is hilarious. And okay. the way our fence post is pointing, it's a little northeast. And we're wondering if they won't move in because it's just not quite the house they were looking for. That's <laughs> but, funny. But they sit on it all the time. And I have a cake of mealworms out there to try okay. to lure them yeah. but if they start coming or if they necessary you can go out and get closer see that oh, yeah. one flying there uh-huh. you can get closer and closer to them and you can get them to eat out of your hand uh, over. and this is my long game yeah. this is my post-millennial vision building up yeah i'm working working mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. that end that's awesome anyways if uh i hope he flies down here so you can see him he's so cute when they're that is they're very fun well, uh, no, what I was saying is you could say yes in your parenting to all the behaviors that will create a lot of people shrieking no at each other. You yes. know, like mm-hmm. you have to say yes to the right things and you yes, have to say no. Yes, you can be the bossy, bossy child yeah. who never has to share because, your Because, yeah, if you say yes to your little selfish impulses, then you will find that you're shouting no but I think if you're cheerfully if you're cheerfully saying yes to God, then the likelihood of you cheerfully saying yes, sure we can make Play-Doh, is much higher. Probably. Like the likelihood of I'm glad to do what God has called me uh-huh. to do, does in fact change mm-hmm. how much you're just embracing. Yeah. But what's interesting is that you're saying yes in obedience to God, not obedience to your toddler's whims. Right. It's not like this will change our life. Mm-hmm. I'll say yes, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, I don't know if this is exactly what you're talking about, but the whole trend of of you don't say no to your children. You, Never. You coax them. You counsel them. You engage and emote with them, but you don't ever discipline them. That particular thing, I just feel like, is so not doing what God said to do regarding being a mother yeah or being totally that you are saying yes but you aren't saying yes to god first no you're saying yes to some imaginary other ideal and i think the thing that that forgets the sort of like christianized version of this parenting it never reckons with original sin Right. It's like this child is only being misunderstood or this child is having their emotions thwarted in some way that you need to get mm-hmm. in and understand it more. It's like, no, actually, I think your child a- has a sin problem because he's a son of Adam. Well, and- I think it's interesting because dad has often said that civilization depends upon men submitting their sexual uh cycle I guess I don't know what you call it their sexual impulses to Mm -hmm. to obviously to God but also to a feminine sort of this is a long haul and this is a long uh, Uh duty whatever and that I think that's something from George Gilder yeah probably and it's that it then all of a sudden when men do that 
civilization happens. Yeah. Then there's universities yeah. and institutions and things all happen because of that. And when men don't do it, it's biker gangs and pirate ships. Yes. When yeah. it becomes a crazy marauding bandits sort of a yeah. situation. And uh, anyways, that, okay, I have to say something. It's um, possible that that is a says Phoebe. Because I have one of those too. Okay. But those over there... Those are bluebirds. I haven't mm. seen that one in where we can tell. It's just an outline. But I have a says Phoebe, and I think I okay. might have lied. That, right. that little call. Everyone, let the record let show. Let the record show that Rachel doesn't know her birds from a distance. <laughs> little squatty body birds. So, anyways, the uh, civilization depends upon that. But it's interesting that within civilization, like within a city, it everything functioning depends upon people doing that it depends upon people like like you can't have a sewer department without people who do things that they might not think is their greatest (laughs) preference do you know what i'm saying like without having people who say for the sake of something else like for the sake of providing for my family yeah I will do this. Yeah. Speaking of which, there goes the garbage truck. Yeah. You're like, like, exactly. You can't. Civilization depends upon us having people getting outside of their own impulses. And I was, we were talking about this recently in a, this just, this is just one of those things where I'm like, it's really important that Christian moms actually stop, drop and consider long-term effects. What are we going for? Um, It was a discussion that we were having with local women about nap times and when your kids are dropping their naps or whatever. Mm-hmm. And someone had tagged me that for a question and then that got me thinking about it. We're way done with naps. But all of my kids dropped naps sometimes in their two, sometime in their twos that they just didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and any mother of little kids knows the real value of nap time. Mm-hmm. Not for yourself, but like... It's not a sustainable lifestyle to have children who are not napping. They need to be napping. Well, when they stop napping, though, it is interesting that in Christian circles, there is a huge amount of emphasis on, like, the restfulness of home and the peacefulness of home. And, like, we need to have quiet times all the time Mm. and downtime and restorative time and we're going to make Mm. sure that everyone is at their optimum physical best with the most Mm. or like I've seen an article about how it's really better like physically it's better for teenagers to sleep in till like 11 or 12 but they're like physically optimum is that they can stay up late because they're wired to want to stay up late but then they need to sleep in they're also like God made them to need to sleep in and the thing that everybody overlooks awkwardly I believe is the fact that that's not the pattern for the Christian life (laughs) is not to make everything work in your optimum physical dynamics like like that we don't Mm want to raise our kids to be like you know I really function better When I stop, drop, and don't work for half the day. Yeah. You know? Like, I find myself having more more enthusiasm for work when I just sleep till noon. A bunch of entitled quitters. Well, and and not civilization builders. No. And, like, just like I'm in no way saying stop letting your children nap when they can nap. I'm not arguing for that at all. And when my kids drop their naps, to be clear, 
for some time, I would still try to get them down for a reading rest or give them an opportunity to fall asleep if they needed Mm -hmm. to. I am not opposed to naps. But I'm saying the whole idea that what you're trying, like that the goal is somehow optimum restfulness, optimum not pushing yourself is really messed up. Yeah. Because at the same time as your teenagers could sleep till noon, that means that they're actually learning really valuable things by having to get up to go do yeah. stuff when they genuinely could sleep yeah. until noon. Like yeah. when they're like, my heart song is to stay in bed. It's like, yes, that's mentioned in Proverbs, isn't it? Like the one who just wants to stay in bed. Like a door turning on his hinges. On his hinges, yeah. But I guess I'm thinking about it in terms of I think the Christian imagination can be led astray here very easily. Well, particularly with moms, because I think that we do have, obviously, it's a good impulse. You're making a nest. You're making a, yes, comfort. And and you're feeding them and clothing them Mm -hmm. and you want them to have a good time. But there's also just needing to understand that there is more to life than that and you want them to be the kind of people who can be productive and push themselves through discomfort and there's a ton of romantic beauty about things like the peaceful home where you wake up and in your skirt you take your children out to do nature sketches in the morning and then there, we're all Tea going time. to rest on a picnic blanket by the willow and discuss mm-hmm, whether mm-hmm. it's a says Phoebe or a bluebird, but we can't <laughs> tell because we don't know because we haven't been nature journaling mm-hmm. long enough mm-hmm. to be able to tell you that. Yeah. So, but my point is the idyllic yeah. feelings. It is easy to make a weird idol out of, like well, you think I'm called to make the home a joyful, peaceful place. Yeah. But but it's so easy to then switch to everything I'm doing, I'm doing in the service of trying to make everyone feel rested and feel... Well, okay, you know the, the kind of annoying feeling if you've been sick in bed for a while, you know, like multiple yeah. days, where when you're really sick, you're just, yeah, you're sleeping, whatever... But you know that there's that moment where it's like, I'm so, I've been in bed for too long. I'm not tired, but I can't get up, but I'm just not tired. And I'm just like, you know what I mean? There is something so delicious about being exhausted and then falling into bed. Yeah. That you can't experience if you've just been in bed for days, right? Like the being tired and then being given rest, the being thirsty and then being given the water the working hard and then being given the Sabbath. Like, I feel I actually, like that I is like... I actually have frequently told Luke that I sometimes I miss being pregnant because when you'd be really tired, like if things were falling mm-hmm. apart, I would feel very innocent taking a nap. Oh, sure. Like if you're like, I am really a train wreck <laughs> right now, you'd be like, I should probably lay down on the couch this afternoon. Yeah. Like I should probably lay down because... Yeah. I was like... There's something, for me, that is that is gone. I can no longer mm-hmm. feel like I ought to take a nap. I still happily would if I'm really, if you're like, mm-hmm. I have no problem with the, like, occasionally you've been hit by a bus yeah. and you just cannot yeah. get past it. I'm not, I'm not trying to make this a weird religious yeah. principle. But I'm saying that there were times where I would very 
knew I was doing my duty to just conk out. Like, yeah. You're like, all right. But but you know what I mean? Like, if you essentially raise your kids <clears throat> to always be in that perpetual state of restfulness, then the rest itself is robbed of its sweetness. Yeah, you can't. You're losing it. It's totally like any there, other idol. There are perfect, wonderful moments where everything comes together. It's so beautiful. And, and it is idyllic. And it is just this terrific moment but you can't actually hang on to that 24 7 without it being really frustratingly boring or it loses its savor mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. You you're lose just the beauty out of it you know what I mean like you're just mm-hmm. bored I guess I don't know I think God has given us a life of contrasts and it was very kind of him. yeah and I think it's just it's just well it's so like what you're saying about getting ready for summer and then being so ready for the schedule again it's like yeah seasons so I think make everything for moms like you can't just be the constant nag okay, who never that. says yes but you also can't be just the constant sort of lukewarm everything's a yes all the time well we had a hilarious right like if you'll always do whatever your kid asks and there's no thrill when you're like yeah we are gonna make play-doh let's do this thing right my um i've always thought it was funny how i love getting a lot of groceries and stocking the shelves and having Mm -hmm. them ready and i love using the last bits of things that I'm like, let's mm. get this out of here. I don't want to see that can of something <laughs> ever again. And you're just like, yeah. I love using this stuff and I love refilling it. But if you did any one part of that, you can't have the joy of it. If you yeah. just kept on coming home with loads of groceries, you would no longer be feeling the joy. No. of No. Like you would just be like, what's even wrong with me? If you were outpacing. Yeah. And the same the other way. If you're like refusing to buy things because you're going to use what you have. It will stop being a joy yeah. also. Yeah. It'll be weird. Yeah, exactly. I do remember one time that I was really unusually, absurdly tired. Mm-hmm. And I picked the kids up from school. And I think I was actually feeling like I might fall asleep driving. Like I'm like slapping yeah. my face yeah. trying to get us home. Yeah. And I did get us home. And I walked into the living room and I laid down straight on my face in my coat, still like half off the couch (laughs) and conked out. And when I came to, there was somebody, I feel like somebody was like playing a harmonica by my head. Like I actually, I actually Mm -hmm. felt like I wasn't really asleep. I Mm -hmm. felt like I was still present in the room, but I was not present in the room. But afterwards I was like, mom. I'm so hungry. And I was like, well, why don't you eat a snack? And they were like, well, I kept asking you what I could have for a snack. And you just kept saying cheese stick over and over. I don't even know if we didn't have a cheese stick or if cheese stick was my, I was a one note wonder while I slept of telling people to eat cheese sticks. Just eat a cheese stick. I love it. Eat a cheese stick. I don't care if you're playing your harmonica in my ear. I am asleep face down on the couch in my coat. Telling mm-hmm. you to eat a mm-hmm. cheese stick. This so. brings to mind that terrible picture that Ben took and texted to you. I think that oh, yeah, Ben yeah. did Hanging end up the on bed. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. one it's, of our best. One yeah. of our best. Me in that same, that same flattering moment look. of life. Yeah. yeah, the same kind of yeah. our best foot forward kind of a look. Mm-hmm. But I think what's interesting to me is that. I know that I'm trying to push myself. And I am also always 
able to find places where I was not being effective. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, this yeah. has been a thing for years that I'm trying to pay attention to and, like, mm-hmm. work on stuff yeah. and be diligent yeah. in all the moments. And yet, stuff falls wow. through all the time. Like, there is so much time that oh, I'm yeah. not using well. Oh, yeah. That I I feel like this is good that we're post-mill because it's just like, wow. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. Like, don't you wonder that? Like, if you could actually harness all of your time Mm. to be productive or to do the things that you cared about. Yeah. It would have to be a lot more than I'm currently getting done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Kind of an interesting thing to think about. What would it take to just get 5% more? I don't know, but it would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I bet that there's ways. You know, I've been working on this. I bet we could sign up for some guru. Oh yeah, there's probably someone who was able to quit their corporate job and make a lot of money helping yeah. people like us figure out how to be happy quitting our corporate job <laughs> and doing what they're doing, which is consulting uh-huh. people uh-huh. who don't know how to uh-huh. quit their corporate job. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You get in one of those situations. Mm-hmm. What I was gonna say is, I've recently been thinking about that. That like, what are the obstacles? There are things that I want to be getting done, but a lot of times they have a natural stopping point. Mm-hmm. Like there's some little obstacle or yeah. problem. Yeah. And then you hit that and you just don't get past it because yeah. you would have to. And it can be something really minor. Oh, yeah. Like, but you're like, well, to get further on this, I'd have to go downstairs to get the iron. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I better postpone this for six months. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want to have to walk down the stairs. Or, you know, know. whatever it is, there's some little thing. So (laughs) I have been trying to focus on how can I just routinely try to get myself past the little thing that's hanging you up? You know, like what's the little obstacle? How can I push past that one? Or how can I just, I used to do this with knitting where if I made a mistake and I had to tear it out, I could get clogged up for way too long. So I would make it a rule. I usually would knit at night when the kids were in bed. Oh, yeah. Because, and I never, I was always too tired with life in the evenings to take out a mistake. At night, I would just be discouraged by that. So I had a rule that you'd have to tear it out in the broad daylight. Mm -hmm. And when I would tear it out, you had to get it back on the needles and start going again. Like you had to do it in one time that you fixed it and pressed on. That's fine. And then it turns out, you wouldn't be at all discouraged to pull it out in the evening. Like you'd be like, Oh yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Here I am. But weirdly. Well, I feel like I, I like to kind of get my, all my tasks kind of organized into my ideal week so that I can just try to hit all the things that I need to hit. And if you miss it one day, that's okay. Cause you're going to get it next week. Whatever. Uh Problem is, it takes very little to get me derailed, and then instead of going smoothly down the highway, I'm chattering down the shoulder of the road. For some reason, unable to hitch my way back up onto the road. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but I'm deep in the in the shoulder right now. Oh uh, yeah, you should get back out of there. <laughs> kind of one wheel. In it the reminds weeds. me of we. I've probably said this before, but there was this one meal that I would make in the fall sometimes, which is roast potatoes and onions yeah and on a sheet pan and then i would split open chorizo and put them on top of it and broil them at the end so it was like a one sheet pan yeah potato sausage onion and then i would saute cabbage on the side okay whatever purple cabbage is actually pretty but whatever the case 
Titus didn't like the onions. Or he, he didn't prefer the onions. I don't know which way it went. The yeah. onions were totally delicious and it made no sense. They were like yeah. in with the potatoes and like kind of caramelized mm-hmm. roasted yeah. onions. Real good. Yeah. But one time he made the fatal error of eating everything but the onions yeah. so there was a little pile yeah, of yeah. cold onions yeah. left over yeah. no longer with a potato to cut the onion mm-hmm. flavor it was just onions mm-hmm. and remember that turned into sort of a Stand slogan off. in our family that because luke was like this is the situation <laughs> there will always be onions on your plate in life there's always the onions mm-hmm. it was like so the way you deal with your life onions is you eat them <laughs> as they come to you. <laughs> like, do not pile your life onions on the side of the plate where you let them look clammy and cold. And then you have to go in when you're already full. You're no longer hungry. You're not looking for this. But now you have to eat a pile of cold onions. Because you're not the parents who always say yes to your We're child. the parents who say No. <laughs> We're the knights who say me, the parents who say no, or more specifically, the parents who say eat your life onions. But eating your life onions has kind of been a a thought in my life. It's like, if it's not your favorite thing, hit it out of the park first. Like get that thing done so that you can just move on with the things that aren't horrible. For sure. Wouldn't that be nice? Sure. If you could do that. I feel like my current life onion that I keep... (laughs) Picking out and setting to the side and then regretting it is is the stupid menu planning. I really, oh, it yeah. is hard. I don't know. I should give you a recipe for you to make this week. Yeah, Although yeah. I said I might make it for Sabbath, so then maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should yeah. just make it for Sabbath and okay. then you'll find out if you liked it or not. Just tell me what it is. Hey, it's what we did. It's what I did for PDG your, last night and tip. it actually was really quite, I thought it was super good. We've made it before at home. I've just never made it for company before. I never felt that it was such a beautiful dish. That's probably what kept me from it. It's a spicy peanut noodles. Yeah. Um, Okay. So it's a very brown, sort of very beige. What kind of a noodle? I use fettuccine. You Mm -hmm. you can use fettuccine instead of whatever. And that it is... it called, the original recipe is America's Test Kitchen, and I but I use ground turkey instead of ground pork in it. Like, mm-hmm. and you toss the ground turkey with like white pepper and soy sauce. Okay, and it's very quick. To this whole thing mm-hmm. is very quick. Okay. But then you heat up a pan, throw it in there, brown it, and then you add a bunch of garlic and red pepper flakes. Okay, and then you add it's like some vinegar and oyster sauce and soy sauce and peanut butter and like yeah. uh, okay. ginger, lots of ginger, lots yeah. of garlic and some chicken broth and then you just toss it with the noodles and do toasted Szechuan peppercorns and like we put some last night because I was serving it to other to a crowd. Tried to make it look a little prettier by putting some black sesame seeds on top and some mm-hmm. green onions. But mm-hmm. I did it with an Asian salad that was like just tons and tons of veg and herb and mm-hmm. stuff and it kind of all merged together into a oh, very happy plateful of, yeah. of spicy noodles and cold salad. Yeah, that sounds and really good. I'm like, actually. I think I might do that again. Yeah. It was it was really yeah. good. That's so you can fun. make that. This is what I'm proposing you make that for yeah, your menu plan. It's a good idea. Or you just knock it out of the park by writing out things like, On Thursday night, 
We're going to have a quesadilla. <laughs> We're going to bake a potato. Yes. I mean, sometimes it. you just have to be like, it's going to be boring food R us this week. Right. Yeah. I'm going to offer you a make your own ramen packet. <laughs> or I haven't done that one, but. No, me neither. Uh, but. You know, sometimes yeah. you just need to just bring the expectation level. Oh, I know. Down. My problem is if I if I fall off, if I pick out my life onion that is menu planning, what happens is that then every single day you're going in a hectic fury to the grocery store to grab stuff for dinner yep. to come home to make it. Yep. Which means that you're going to spend 18 times as much. And I've never figured out why that is. Because if you put all of it on the menu and you went and shopped all of it one time, you spend one amount of money. You divvy that thing up for daily runs, it is exponentially more money. <laughs> and I don't know why. I find that it to probably be wouldn't one be. of those mysteries. I think there's reasons. Because I think that like if you ran out of milk... But you didn't have to go to the store again. And like you're like, otherwise we have everything, but we just don't have milk in the house. Then you would yeah. not buy it for an interlude until you got back to the store. But Maybe. if you're running to the store anyways, you're like, oh, we're out of milk. Oh, I got to grab that. Oh, we need. But there are a lot of things that are not fixed expenses. Yeah. I used to tell my children this. We could go to Costco and buy snacks that will never fill anyone up, but no. will be eaten in 35 seconds. Like... We could eat yeah. bags of craisins. Yeah, all like, day and all I mean, just yeah. craisins be gone in our house. <laughs> People would just eat them all. But they haven't actually been a meal. No. And they haven't, like, filled in any nutritional gaps no. for us. And so, consequently, we could spend plus or minus $300 on craisins yep. in a yep. month. For sure. And not have it, have really done the job. Well, now I'm just remembering that there's something that I like to make in the spring that involves currants. I actually... And I can't think what I'm it is. I'm sorry to say this, but I'm going to be late to pick the kids up to school if I don't well, go right this time. Well, I'll second. just continue to I probably should have gone like five currants. minutes before right now. Well, spring, that'll be that. This, we could call this episode the mystery spring currant recipe. Yeah, or life we'll onions with back. abrupt endings. Life onions... Sometimes the She's gotten begins. out, guys. She's just... Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Until next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support this podcast and the work of Canon Press, join up at Canon Plus. Just click the link in the show notes, create an account, and have a look around.